0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I cannot believe that this is going to be the last episode that is published in 2022, and that next week, we are starting fresh in January, which is just amazing. And I always love the energy of January because everyone is really set on bettering themselves, bettering their lives, and really going for their goals So I just love it, you know, because I'm into this stuff all year round, but I love that just collectively, everyone is just all in on themselves and their goals in January. And as I've been reflecting on this year, honestly, the whole month of December has just been a really, really reflective time for me. I thought it would be, really fun to do an episode on 22 things that I learned in 2022. And these are all lessons in no particular order of things that either learned in 2022 or really just came to the forefront of my mind in terms of how important they are. And these are going to be things that I really am mindful and carry through into 2023. And I hope that these are things that can help serve you in 2023 as well because I know we talked about this in a few episodes ago about holding yourself to that higher standard and really going after your goals and, and not being afraid to go there and not back down. And so I hope that these lessons help you in that. Now, some of them will just be a quick sentence. I'll just tell you the lesson. I think it speaks for itself. Some of them will dive into more detail. Um, but I would love at the end of the episode, if any of these in particular really resonated with you, DM them to me. Let me know which lesson really spoke to you and how you're going to implement it in 2023 and the ahas you have. I always, always, always love to hear from you guys. So with that, let's dive into this week's episode. Now, I know I said that these are in no particular order, but honestly, (laughs) this first one that I'm going to talk about might be the number one most important that I learned this year. And that is lesson number one, energy predicts the outcome. Let me repeat that. Energy Predicts, or honestly, let's change that. Energy determines the outcome. And what I mean by that is the energy in which you take action or make decisions is going to determine the outcome that you get. Now, my background, if you guys have been listening, you know this, I'm a very tactical, strategic type person, right? I would analyze things to death. My background's in finance. You know, I was always looking at things, and I thought if you made the right decision based on stats and analysis, then you're going to have the good. Outcome at the end. I think a lot of us think that way, right? If I make the right decision, then I'm gonna get the right outcome. If I do the right strategy and post 25 times a day on TikTok or whatever the gurus are saying nowadays, um, then I'm going to get followers, whatever it is. But the truth of the matter is, is that the energy in which you make these decisions and take action matters most. So it actually in a large way, does not matter what strategy or what decision you make. Because if the strategy or decision that you make is coming from this place of scarcity and lack, then that is what you're going to get. So what does that look like in life? That looks like if you want to grow your following and you're posting on Instagram because everyone tells you you have to post on Instagram every single day or whatever it is, and you don't really want to, but you're like, well, if I don't do this, then I'm not going to grow and nothing's going to work for me and yada, yada, yada. That's coming from scarcity and lack. And then even though you're doing all the right strategies, you're not going to grow. Example one. Example number two, I have seen this in my life time and time again when it comes to investing in myself and in my business. Regardless of the program that I invest in, I can look back. I have been investing myself for six years. Well, before I had a business, I was still investing in coaches, courses, all the things. And I look back on the investments that were more beneficial to me than some others. And I can see a clear pattern that anytime I invested in some sort of coach or program, and it was coming from a place of abundance. Now, that doesn't mean there wasn't fear involved, right? You can be scary when you're investing in something, but it was coming from this place of I know that this is going to help me and I'm so excited to get to that next level. And I know that this person or program is going to support that. Those were the programs that completely changed my life and my business. But when I invested in things from a place of scarcity and lack and like, okay, just I guess, take my money. But if I don't make this money back, it's going to be really stressful. And I just want you to take me out of my misery right now and just swipe my credit card because I don't know, my life is falling apart and I just need you to fix the whole thing and all that stuff. Like coming from this desperation energy of things needing to be different and like, oh, what was me type energy? those, Those returns were never great. And that is not a reflection of those courses and programs. Those is a reflection of the energy in which I was in making the decision. So it's not just, is this the right decision? It's, is this the right decision? And is it coming from that, like a good energy, calm, abundance, fear versus faith? Ask yourself every time you're going to make a decision. I don't care how big or small this decision is. You know, I'm talking about like, for me, when I'm making decisions in investing myself, which is tens of thousands of dollars, honestly, most of the time, I, I make very large investments in myself and my business. Is it coming from a place of fear versus faith? But even little things like, what do you want to do today? Like making a decision of where is this coming from? Fear versus faith. And don't shame yourself into making decisions. I can honestly do a whole podcast episode on this and maybe later I will. And I want to move on because we have 21 other lessons to talk about. But this is so important. Ask yourself when you're making especially large decisions, is this coming from fear versus faith? And if it is coming from fear, do not make that decision. Do not take that action because it's not going to get you the results that you want, no matter what anyone says. I'm telling you right now. Because Get yourself back into that feeling of abundance to feel calm about whatever it is. And then ask yourself the decision again, because that might be the right action, but it might be the wrong time. Or sorry, that might be the right action, but you might be taking it at the wrong time if it's not energetically in alignment for you. I'll give you an example. Like I just invested in a very high-level business mastermind so I can scale my business to the million dollars that I mentioned in previous episodes, right? I've been on the fence for that business program for months, right? And I didn't invest in, in it until now because I wasn't in the right energy to do so until now in December. So it wasn't that the action itself was wrong, but had I taken it two months, three months, four months earlier, when I initially started to learn about this program, I, it would not have done well for me because I would have taken it from the wrong energy versus now taking the same action from aligned energy. Hope that makes sense. I will move on nowadays. Okay. Lesson number two, people are going to judge you no matter what you do. Do what's going to make you happy. You can do all the things that you think people won't judge you for. That's the status quo and keep it safe and keep it small to avoid pain and judgment. People are going to judge you either way. They're they're still going to judge you. So you want to know what? If they're going to judge you, why don't you be judged while living a life that's going to make you happy? Lesson number three, it is better to take three steps backwards to catapult forward than to just stay where you are. Let me explain this one. I've noticed time and time again that so many people are afraid to go after their dreams because it means they're not going to be taking steps forward, even though taking steps forward right now puts them forward in the wrong direction. So for me, this was several years ago when I was in finance. I am not trying to sound any sort of way, but this is just the fact of the matter. I was on a very, very, very fast trajectory For someone who wanted to work in finance i worked at some of the world's largest most prestigious institutions and i was catapulting forward down that finance road if i wanted to be in finance i was on a fantastic path okay but in order to get the life that i wanted i had to take several steps Backwards because I was going down the entirely wrong road. Have you ever gone on a road trip and you're going down the wrong road? You can keep going down that road, you're still moving forward, but you're moving forward in the entirely wrong direction. And so many people, and I understand and empathize why, are afraid to maybe. Just stop and pull over on the road, let alone turn around because they're like, well, then I'm going backwards and I'm not moving forward because we're so programmed to be like, you have to be going forward and doing all these things and achieving all these society driven milestones. So they're rather go forward because they don't want to take one step backwards. Like they don't, they're afraid, well, then maybe if I invest in this thing that I really want to invest in, like real estate, for example, my savings account won't be as large, but even though my dream is to be like in a real estate business, right? and I am telling you, please, I hope you can hear it in my voice. It is so much better to take three steps backwards now so that you can go down the right road and catapult forward later than to continue going down a road that you don't want to be going down. It's never going to get better. It it won't. I understand the fear, but find the courage within to say, I'm going to do what I have to do to put myself back on that right road, even if right now that means I'm not taking certain steps forward that I I would have normally wanted to. Okay, next lesson. You are the only one who can rescue yourself, take action, and move forward. By the way, these are all like things I'm like talking to myself <laughs> for, um, if that wasn't obvious already. Um, but what I mean by this is, I think for a while, I was hoping that something, someone, the universe, whatever, especially as someone who is into manifestation and spirituality, um, would just come in and save me, you know, the whole damsel in distress thing. And not to say I wasn't taking action or anything like that, but I was thinking like, oh, like hopefully eventually like the universe is just gonna swoop in and save me. And while I think the universe and manifestation is so magical and like supportive and amazing, and that's why I talk about it, at the end of the day, we have to be the ones who rescue ourselves. Meaning we have to pull ourselves up when we have been knocked down and take the action to move forward. And that doesn't mean you can't ask for help. Absolutely not. You should ask for help. But this is really to just tell yourself, if things are not great, What do you have to do to take that step forward? Maybe that is asking for help, but you have to take the action, take the initiative to ask for help. Don't just sit here and wait for things to change. Do something to initiate that change, whether it's you taking your action yourself, you raising your hand, asking for help, whatever that is. But if you just sit there and wait and wait and wait, which I have done for months, by the way, (laughs) nothing is going to change. So what do you need to do to take one baby step forward and go do that? All right, next one. Success is determined by how courageous you're willing to be and how often you will get up after being knocked down. I think that one speaks for itself. Um, Number six, mindset matters more than strategy. This really kind of goes along with energy predicts the outcome. But if things are not working for you, if you're trying to grow your followers, if you're trying to grow your bank account, if you are whatever else you're trying to achieve and you've done all the strategic things, you've done all the things the gurus are telling you, you've invested in marketing courses, you're posting on TikTok, you're doing whatever the heck the right thing is supposed to be and you are not getting results and you are plateaued, your problem is not a strategy problem, your problem is a mindset problem and I would argue 90% of the time, it's a mindset problem. You have underlying fears, doubts, limiting beliefs, et cetera, that will cause you to play small, self-sabotage without you realizing, which is causing those negative results that that you're getting that you don't want. You need to prioritize mindset. When I want to make more money, when I want to grow my following, do you know what I don't do? I don't go to a marketing course. I don't go to usually business strategy unless it's like, I need systems for a very, very big upgrade that I'm doing, but I'm just trying to, you know what I mean? And I go back to mindset and I start looking at where are all my fears, where are all my doubts, where are all my insecurities. Time and time again, I've done this over the last year. I don't do more strategy. I don't post more. I just go back to mindset and guess what happens? I get followers. I get money. And I've done nothing different strategically. There have been so many times I've had people talk about the fact that they focused on mindset and then coincidentally that week that they they didn't take the normal action they would have taken. Maybe they took the week off or they weren't working as much for whatever reason. And then they got what they were looking for, more, more followers, more money. And every time we talk about how it is so amazing, like I'm grateful for the fact that they didn't take action that week because had they been taking more action or even the same amount of action, they would have attributed their success to the action they were taking rather than the mindset work that they were doing. So. Trust me, mindset matters more than strategy. If you're not where you want, prioritize mindset over another strategy. The strategy doesn't matter. Energy predicts the outcome and the energy is determined by your mindset. Okay, number seven, if you don't believe in yourself, why is anyone else going to? Start believing in yourself. Start being your number one fan. Okay, Um, number eight, failure is better than regret. You're not going to regret going after your dreams. You will regret not going after your dreams in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years from now. We have all heard that story about the number one regret of people who are dying. And yet so many of us, and I know you guys are different because you're listening to this podcast. I know you guys are go-getters, but to really just put it into perspective again, go after your dreams. You are not going to regret Failing. And I put failing in air quotes because you're never going to fail. The only way you fail is if you stop trying and you give up. That's it. So rather than live a life of regret, if you don't regret it now, you're going to regret it later. Go after the thing that you truly, truly want. Okay. Number nine, when things aren't working, we tend to make them more complicated. When in reality, when things aren't working, the number one thing you need to do is to simplify and go back to the basics. I am the queen at overcomplicating and overthinking everything. It is my nature. (laughs) Maybe some of you guys can relate, but what I've learned is when things aren't working, we try to add in all these advanced systems and structures and whatever else. And in reality, you need to go to the basics, whatever you're struggling with. If it is fitness, go back to just a basic fitness routine instead of trying to do all these crazy things like all these crazy workouts count all these macros blah 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 like simplify if you're trying to do mindset work simplify business stuff simplify and I know right now you're like no I need all this stuff I I guarantee you don't ask yourself what are the like one to three things that I absolutely need to do to achieve the goal what are those really big needle movers and only prioritize those get rid of everything else. There's a difference between nice to have and need to have. Focus on the need to have. Focus on the basics. You will see movement. Number 10, boundaries are everything. In terms of your mindset, in terms of your ability to achieve your goals, boundaries are it. If you have str- have issues and you-, you find it challenging to put into boundaries, make that your resolution. <laughs> and work on boundaries understand that boundaries it's like going to the gym right you're not going to suddenly go from being someone who has very little boundaries to have being the boundary queen okay think about going to the gym you have to start with the two pounds and then you're going to work your way up to a hundred that's how boundaries work so what is one small boundary you can put into place for your mental health for your goals and start working on that um number 11 learn how to become an essentialist. This kind of goes back to actually the last two things that we were talking about, boundaries and simplifying. Um, Read the book Essentialism. It is by Greg McCohen, and it is called Essentialism, the Discipline of The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. This is uh, an amazing, amazing book. And he's talking about really only prioritizing the things that are going to move the needle and getting rid of everything else so that you can get more work done and like more productivity by doing less work because you're only doing the things that matter. Learn how to become an essentialist, especially as it relates to... The goals that you want to achieve. Number 12, rest is the most productive thing you can do. We so many times just want to work, 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 work towards our goals. We feel like we always have to be doing something. And if we're not being productive, that is bad. But that is the furthest thing from the truth. When you are well rested, you will be more creative. You will procrastinate less. You will get more done in less amount of time prioritize rest in 2023. Maybe put some boundaries around rest. Maybe learn how to become an essentialist so you're not doing so much and then use that time to rest. Think about how many times you've taken like a vacation and then you've come back to work or something. You're like, I feel so refreshed and ready and motivated and inspired and creative. Yeah, because you give your body some time to rest. And there's so much science to support this. And I know we all know this intellectually. Like, yeah, we should rest. But then we don't do it. Think about, this is how I think about it. You know when your phone is on like 1%, 2% battery and it still works, but it like lags because it's like the battery is so low. So it's like all glitchy and slow. So But it's still working because it's on. That's like us as humans when we have just been going and going and going and we're not prioritizing rest. Like we're still able to move and do things but it's so much less efficient because we're not fully charged so prioritize rest um okay number 13 there's always times there's always time to make your dreams a reality be honest with yourself about whether or not you've made this a priority So this is like a tough pill to swallow. Again, I'm talking to myself here, right, around where you're actually spending your time and what do you actually want to do? Because I'm guilty of this myself as well, but we'll say things like, oh, I want to achieve X, Y, Z thing. I want to do X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And it's like, oh, well, I don't have time. I haven't had time. But it's like, do you like, is that honestly true? And maybe, maybe it genuinely is for you, but every time I have a hard look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, it's not true. You had time to scroll on TikTok. You watch TV every single night, like Monday through Friday, pretty much like you can't sit. And I'm not, again, I'm not advocating not to rest. Like there's a difference. Right. But like, don't sit here talking to myself and tell me you don't have the time or even finances for your dreams someone said this once and it changed my life. They were like, show me your credit card statement and your calendar and I'll I'll show you your priorities because that's truly it. Like where you're spending your time and your money is actually what your priority is. Like I've seen it so many times where people are like, oh, I, I can't afford this. I wish I could go afford to travel. I wish I could go afford to do X, Y, Z thing. These are just like people in my regular life, right? And then they go spend a thousand dollars or whatever on the brand new iphone that like and their phone was perfectly good and i'm not shaming anyone if that's what you wanted to do like go for it spend the money that in the way that you want right but do you see how that's misaligned to say oh i wish i could go on this trip that costs five hundred dollars you don't have money for that, but then suddenly you have money for the iPhone, right? You don't have time to work on your book proposal, me, all right? <laughs> but you have time to like go watch TV, you know, regularly, things like that. And so for me, it's like being honest about what I'm making a priority. And it's okay to be like, you want to know what? I want to do this thing, but it's actually just not a priority for me right now. So I think the lesson with here is like pick what's actually the priority. if. If your goal is actually your priority right now, that thing you've been saying, make, a, make it a priority. See how you haven't been making it a priority, and start to create, make that a priority. And if it's not a priority for you right now, which sometimes it's not, like for me, and just own that and say, you know what, I have the time, but it's not a priority. And this is really important because it starts to put you back in integrity with yourself, because you're not, you're, you're saying what you mean, right? It's true. You're like, I am choosing not to make this a priority and that over time will help you build confidence within yourself. Number 14, do not take advice from people whose lives you would not change places with. Even if someone is successful, but they're successful in an entirely different way and live an entirely different lifestyle, don't take their advice because their advice is going to pertain to the life that they want right obviously take this with a grain of salt but like I think about things like when I was quitting my job to work for myself everyone was like you're a crazy person why are you leaving this job it's a very good job it's COVID you have literally no business like I just started my TikTok account I was on TikTok for four months I think three or four months before I quit like I had no business track record um. right? But all these people who were successful in their own way were like, you shouldn't do this, you should do X, Y, Z instead. But they lived entirely different lives to me. So don't take advice or opinions or criticisms from people who whose lives you would not change places with. And on that note, find people who you admire, who have lives and businesses or whatever that you admire and go get advice from them. Because they'll be able to give you the advice that's going to put them on the uh, put you on the path to a similar success point. Number fifteen, you do get to have it all. I'm so sick of this narrative of people saying you don't get to have it all. You can't like there, there always has to be some sort of suffering of some sort. And this is not to say life is perfect and you're never going to have a bad day and you're never going to cry because that's just like not the case. But you do get to have it all. You and I'm choosing to believe that. If you want to choose to believe that you don't get to have it all, well, guess what? You're not going to have it all because that's literally what your brain is programmed for. That is what you will create in your reality. But I've seen instances of people who do get to have it all. Maybe you don't get to have it all right this second. (laughs) Right now, you have to build and work towards it all. But you get to have it all. If you want to have it all, you can. You just have to make it a priority and start building for it and know it's going to take time. If you want a dream business, that's not going to happen overnight. It might take a few years. Same thing. Relationships take time to build. Health habits, all those things. But there's no reason why you you can't have it all. Literally give me a reason why you can't have it all other than people say you can't or some people haven't been able to have it all. I don't want a life that most people have. And I don't have a mindset and I don't operate the way that most people have. So kind of going back from take advice from people whose lives you you want to emulate. Like there are plenty of people who have it all. Again, not a perfect life. But I think about that as like, you know, I have a good career that I love and I make good money and I am healthy, with, like healthy and I have a good relationship, things like that. You get to have it all. There's no reason why you don't get to. Okay. Um. 16, if your dreams... Do not scare you. They aren't big enough. Classic quote. It was actually my graduation quote on my graduation cap, but this is true. If your dreams do not scare you, they aren't big enough. I'm going to argue if you don't feel like embarrassed or you're like, I don't even want to say that aloud because what if I (laughs) don't reach it or what if they think I'm crazy? They aren't big enough because they're not challenging you. If you feel comfortable saying your goal, not big enough, go for higher go for more. Okay. Um, 17. Okay. This one is actually up there. I know I said energy dictates the outcome. This might be the most important. If it's not these two, your triggers are your biggest teachers. Oh my God. This is the, like, this is so important. Every time something angers, frustrates, upsets you, puts you in any sort of triggering situation, no matter how big or small, That is your subconscious mind. That is something within you speaking up that trigger, that uncomfortable feeling is saying, hey, there's something here that we don't like clear through this because this is the block that's keeping you from your next level. Learn how to use your triggers as a way to catapult you to your next level life instead of things that just anger and frustrate and upset you and put you in a bad mood and maybe keep you stuck, if not pull you backwards. Your triggers are your biggest teachers. It is literally your trigger is your, is a direct window into your subconscious mind. I hear all the time, well, how do I figure out what what my subconscious beliefs are if I don't know what they are and they're subconscious, right? And there's a lot of different ways like you can ask certain questions to bring up certain answers to figure them out and all those things. But one of the easiest, most accessible ways is your freaking triggers, girl. Use your triggers. That's, it's showing you, you would not be triggered if, unless there was something in there to trigger you. There's a reason why you're getting triggered. Figure out why, clear it, so you can get to your next level. Okay, number 18. The only limits are those you place on yourself. Self-explanatory, but it's true. 19. If you ignore your heart's calling, it does not go away. It will come back stronger later. This kind of goes with, you know, the whole take three steps back now to catapult forward, but I just think this is so true. I know it's so hard and so scary to... Lean into your heart's calling. Depending on how you grew up, what your circumstances are, um, all these different things. I I know for me, and I've lived a pretty privileged life. I'll be the first to to admit it. But it took me three years. I was denying my heart's calling for three years because I was so afraid of failure. I was so paralyzed with fear of what people would think and how they would judge me that I wasted three years. Right. It's not going to go away. It's only going to come back stronger later. This is where you see quarter life, midlife crises. This is where you see those people who are at the end of their life having that regret. It's not going to go away. It's always going to be there. So work on building up the courage to listen to your heart's calling and to start pursuing it in a way that works for you. You will not regret it. Number 20. One of the most powerful things you can do is to stop saying I can't and in, and instead say how can I? This is really big because I started start paying attention to your language should actually be the lesson here. Because your language and what you say is a reflection of what you actually believe and I found myself always saying, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do that. Whatever it was, whether it related to my, my life, my business, something small, like, oh, can you go to the movies tonight? I can't. That's not true. I could go to the movies. Even if I had other plans, I could go. I'm choosing not to because I'm choosing to do these other plans. Right? Or I can't afford it. It's like, well, instead of just saying I can't, Right. If you want to invest in something, for example, say how can I? When you say I can't, you literally are slamming a door on possibility. Oh, I can't. Okay. Door shut. That's it. End of sentence. Boom. End of it. It's done. Instead, say, How can I? Okay. I even if like it's the money thing. I don't have the money at the time, right? I can't invest. How can I invest? How can I? find the money to be able to invest in this? How can I find the time to put towards this thing instead of just saying, well, I can't, I can't, I can't. How can I? The quality of your life is dictated by the quality of the questions that you ask yourself. Because when you ask these questions, you start to think different things. Possibility shows up and different routes are then going to be available to you other than just shutting this door. I think that's like that quality of life quote is some Tony Robbins thing obviously he probably says it better than that but you get the point okay stop saying I can't start saying how can I every time you say I can't which I still do I'm like oh I can't oh nope backspace rewind how can I How can I make this happen? Stop shutting the door on yourself and your goals because right now you don't see how it's possible. You don't see how it's possible because you keep shutting the door. Leave the door open. Maybe you see three more doors. Figure it out. Ask yourself, how can I? Instead of just saying, I can't. Cool? Lesson number (laughs) 21. Manifestation is real. Commit to learning the nuances and how it really works. Be patient with the process. It is worth it. Self-explanatory, but um, the additional two senses, again, manifestation is a process. It is a learning experience. I don't know why all of us, including myself, in past periods of time, just think we're supposed to suddenly be a master at manifestation when you know maybe we've had decades or more of experience doing the opposite, right? Experience believing the opposite of what we want learn the nuances, give yourself grace, understand it's a growing process. Again, think about it like going to the gym, like the people who are super ripped at the gym, like they've been going for years, years. <laughs> no one has been like so ripped. Like I think about like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like no one went like once a week for like four weeks and then was like looking like that, right? Like they're going and they're building on this for years. So what I want you to learn understand is manifestation is real. Your dream life is possible You get to have that. So if it takes a couple of years or however long, some people will be faster than others. As long as you're working towards it, you're going to get there. Give yourself the grace. Think of it like an extracurricular activity, right? Practicing band as like a middle schooler and keep practicing because it's so worth it when you start to really understand these principles, start to really implement them and see the results within your life. And number 22 this one's really important to me. <laughs> this is actually kind of like the basis of um, my life's work, even though I don't art- articulate it in this way and really what I want my book to be. If you guys are like long-time listeners, you know I'm working on a book. Um, but lesson number 22 is the most important love story is that of your life and the relationship that you have with yourself. Make this your priority. Make falling in love with yourself, with your life, a priority. Because at the end of the day, that's all we have. And if we're talking about it from a manifestation perspective, self-love is at the core of everything. You want more money? Start working on self-love. You want a fulfilling relationship with your soulmate? Start working on self-love. You want the body of your dreams? Start working on self-love. So many times we look to external things to make us happy, whether it is that relationship or more money or a certain body. And that is, I get it, but the most important thing in our life is how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about our lives. So start working on self-love and also start working towards building that life that you're going to wake up and love. Right. So you get to wake up every day and be like, I'm so grateful for this life that I have. Again, understanding that life's not perfect. Life, life be life in, you know? (laughs) But start building a relationship with yourself in your life that you love. You are never, ever, ever going to regret that. Prioritize that above literally everything else. And I promise you, when you focus on self love, everything else will start to fall into place. So with that, those are my 22 lessons from 2022. DM me on Instagram at Victoria D'Ambrosio. Let me know which lesson or lessons really spoke to you. I love hearing from you guys in the DMs. I don't just say that. I know thousands of you listen to this podcast. (laughs) Please DM me. I want to chat. I want to know how this might have impacted you, how this is helping you, and just get to know you. So hit me up on Instagram and I will talk to you in the new year. Have a fantastic week. Have a very happy new year. And I hope you guys have a fabulous week. Can't wait to talk next week. All right. (laughs) Bye, guys.